All right, before we get started, give me three things you're thankful for. Uh... All right. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Let's get trivial, trivial. I want to get trivial. Let's get into trivia. Let me hear your knowledge talk. Your knowledge talk. Let me hear your knowledge talk. Let's get trivial, trivial. Wait, wait. I can think of something. I know you can. Uh, Food. Food. Cats. Cats. And hockey. And hockey. <laughs> Ooh, does that mean you have a Habs update for us today? Uh, kind of. Okay. Well, what's your thankful list? Yours is pretty good. Uh, food is fantastic. <laughs> uh, I'm thankful for uh, my family and friends. Oh, I forgot about them. Yeah, you you, you always do. <laughs> and I'm also thankful for strong ass coffee, for which mm. I would not be here today. That's true. Thank you, caffeine. Hey, everybody! Welcome to the Quiz Fix podcast. My name is Paul. My name is Monica. This is episode eighty-three, and it is dropping on the week of thanks. Giving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We were just talking about things that we were thankful for, and one of the things that I know we're both thankful for, and I'll speak for Monica for a moment, we're thankful for all of you who listen to our podcast. Oh. See, isn't that nice? So sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I, I want to deliver that to the, to the nice folks out there. So yeah, I hope everybody's going to have a nice Thanksgiving getting together and eating some foods and Hanging out with people that you like and doing all that Hopefully. sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, Have you ever had, I hear like the stories about like families get together and yeah, they love each other, but they have horrible fights on Thanksgiving. Have you ever experienced anything like that? I have knock on wood, never experienced that. <laughs> so, and uh, hopply this year won't be the first. I have experienced kind of craziness because I come from a big family and there's usually lots of kids and and grandkids and nieces and nephews running around. But so just like chaos. Yeah, chaos. Although Christmas tends to be a little more chaotic than Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's usually pretty mellow. The turkey calms everybody down. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Your favorite Thanksgiving food, the one that you just you gotta have. Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Now, what do you? How do you like your mashed potatoes? Do you like them real creamy, or do you like them a little rustic with the peel in, or what do you want? Uh, no peel. No peel. Just the basic, lots of butter and cream. Yeah, kind you, of, and the gravy. I was gonna say the gravy. Gotta have the gravy. Yeah, traditional turkey gravy. Just a mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, yeah. Do you make the little dent in the top and then pour it in, or do you just smother? I do Devil the make dent. Care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the dent. It looks pleasing. <laughs> yeah. It I mean, also it, fits more gravy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And, you know, not often that you have a food on your plate that you can build your own little bowl <laughs> yeah. without, like, a lot of work. You just or dent it sculpt, and you like, your inner thoughts with. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> what is your subconscious thinking? Or, you know, building, like, the Close Encounters of the Third Kind of Mountain. That's what I was mountain. going for, yeah. Oh, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was the joke. 
<laughs> Guys, I was up until 2.30 in the morning last night at a show, and... Uh, if so, if I'm a little groggy and out of it today, uh, you're you're welcome. Woo-hoo. Yeah, but I'm here. I got a cup of coffee in my hand. We got cats roaming around. They are active. They are, yeah, yeah. I will be surprised if you don't hear them knocking into a mic stand or uh, a laptop or something as the uh, as the uh, recording goes on, because they are wild eyed right now. <laughs> um, hey, we missed it last week, but we got to do it this week. You have a Habs update, do you not? Sort of, yeah. All right, let's sort of do one. All right, give us your sort of Habs update. So they've been kind of equally winning and losing. Okay. Um, The last game that I watched... It was on while I was hosting. Okay. And I got the bar to put it on the TV that I like face (laughs) so I could watch it while I hosted. Right. And it was fun, except that they lost, so it would have been a lot more fun if they had won. Yeah. So I wasn't more like, oh, question number five. (laughs) I would have been like, yes, question number five. (laughs) I like I like how how the, your your reading of the question will change depending on how a hockey game is going on. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So they did play yesterday, but I didn't get to watch the game because it's hard um, when there's so much football happening. Right. Like that's what's on the TVs. Yeah. If you go to a sports bar in in Seattle's very footbally town. Uh, and especially on a Saturday, you're going to yeah. see college, 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 and maybe that one tiny little <laughs> uh, TV in the corner will be the hockey game. You yeah. got to have to kind of plant yourself. But then in sports bars, you'll always see like the like the two or three diehard hockey fans, and they're just planted in front of that TV, <laughs> and they're just like, "We're watching this. Football can go to hell." Yeah, I like football. I do too. It's um, it's short season. It is a really good size of a season. Like mm-hmm. it just seems like a like the NFL just started and it's almost over. Yeah. Whereas like baseball season, like I think it might still be going on. No. I know it's not, <laughs> but it feels that way sometimes. Where it's like it's like it feels like it's actually about to start in a minute. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations to the championships. Now let's, uh, let's talk about next season. Yeah. And, and here they are. Well, there well, always will be the baseball. Yeah. Hockey's pretty long too. Hockey's pretty long. Basketball's pretty long. Soccer, I have no idea how long it is because it, it seems perpetual. No idea. It seems like they're always playing somebody somewhere. Also, I don't really care. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she is not thankful for soccer, <laughs> and uh, you know she's she's not wrong. Everybody. Um. <laughs> hello, European listeners. Sorry about that. <laughs> Um. All right. Well, let's get launched right into the podcast. Shall we do it? Yes. Let's do it. Now it is time for the lightning round. What do we want? Lightning round. When do we get it now? 
All right. Uh, time to ask each other some questions and come up with some answers and uh, give a little trivia game for y'all. What are your questions in today's lightning round for me? They are about Netflix original series. Oh, good. Because I'm writing around for Tuesday. Oh, I like it. that. All right, <laughs> Tuesday players, you know what's coming up. Uh, because it's Thanksgiving, I have a round on thanks, thankful things. Thanks, I will call. We call this round. Thanks. I wrote uh, the title of it is thanks exclamation point. Oh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. All right. Here we go with today's lightning round. All right. Question number one. Thank you, Christopher Columbus, for introducing sugarcane to Cuba in 1493, inspiring Cubans to make what delicious booze? Like a spirit? Yeah. Is it... Rum? It is rum. Okay, good. Well done. Yeah, the, in, in fact, Cuba was known as the Isle of Rum for a while. And uh, it is said that Columbus is the one who, who made it happen. So he did, he did one thing one He thing did good. one good thing. Thank you. Thank you. That's actually what we're celebrating on Columbus Day is rum. That should be the thing. <laughs> All right. New Columbus Day thing. So we get together and we have uh, Cuba Libres... And uh, any sort of any sort of rum-based drink, and be like, "This is the one thing. Good job. (laughs) You did it." And we're ignoring some other things that you did (laughs) by drinking rum. Do you think now you watch The Good Place? Yeah. Do you think that gets him into the medium place? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so because there's only one person there. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like it's a very specific. I love the idea of like you can be just like the jerk, jerk, jerk all your life, and then you do the one nice thing right before you die, and it's like okay, now you get this this crazy house with Cannonball Run two, and oh god, god, I love that show. She could have beer, but it was warm, right? So Someone just bring her some cocaine. She's she's oh yeah, she keeps asking for it. Um, question one for you. What dark comedy miniseries debuted in September this year and is based on a Norwegian television series of the same name? Um, all right. So it's based on a Norwegian show. It's a, it's a miniseries and it's dark. Yes. (sighs) See, I remember there was, there was like killing and the fall and... All this sort of stuff, but that's old, mm-hmm. older stuff. I don't know. It's called Maniac. Was that the one with um, Jonah, Hill. Jonah Hill? I didn't know that was based on a Norwegian <clears throat> thing. Apparently it is. Oh, okay. I heard that was good. I started watching it, and I liked it, and then it got weird and like too fantastical and yeah. it wasn't making sense anymore so I turned it off. Oh, okay. There was one concept in it that I really liked and it was I think it was called Ad Buddy or something like that. And basically it's like a way you could pay for something like if you go to lunch and you don't have any money, you can pay for lunch with Ad Buddy. And basically, while you sit there and eat your lunch, somebody sits next to you and reads ads at you. 
I guess. I guess that's okay. Uh, I don't know. No, like the point of it was supposed to be dystopian and horrible. Right, right, right. right. But that's, I liked that idea. That like, sounds super Black Mirror. Yeah, sort yeah. Of thing. Well, maybe I'll have to check that out. Uh, question number two for you. Thank you to the rock band Sticks because now I know how to say thank you in Japanese, Domo Origato, thanks to what 1983 song? That's not what it was called. No. Was it called Mr. Roboto? It was called Mr. Roboto. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> There's another Japanese phrase in there that I remember when I heard that song in, back in the day. I, I, I learned what they were saying, but now I can't remember what it was. There's another Japanese phrase in there. Good story. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> I got a death glare for that. Mm. They, they, they could feel that. <laughs> you didn't have to tell them at all. Not a visual podcast. We all but got the it. death glare. <laughs> Number two for you. What was the first full Netflix original series that debuted on February 1st, 2013? Well, I think I know what it is. It seems a little late for that but I'm going to say it anyway House of Cards you're right okay good wow that was 2013 I guess that's five years ago so that makes sense there was another one before that but it was only half uh, sponsored by or paid for by Netflix uh-huh. and it played somewhere else before Netflix oh, acquired it gotcha and that was Lilyhammer Oh, right, right, with um, the guy from The Sopranos, the yeah. guitar player, the Steve Van Zandt. Yeah. So, cool. Uh, question number three for you. Here's another TV one for you. Thank you, Ally McBeal. Because you hired him in 2000 to play Kalista Flockhart's love interest, what actor's career went from drug charges to the third highest grossing box office star of all time? Is that Robert Downey that Jr.? That is Robert Downey Jr. And... It was short-lived because he ended up getting fired from Ally McBeal for drug offenses. Did but he get yeah, fired? Oh. Yeah, he lasted for about a season, and he won like a couple awards for it, and yeah. then uh, and then they had to fire him again. But that kind of still resurrected his career from doing absolutely nothing to at least being in the in the limelight a bit. It also made the show a little bit better. I never... I, I remember seeing one episode with the dancing baby and I was like, no, I can't do dancing baby. <laughs> can't do it. Can't do it. The point of the dancing baby was that it was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And it... it, it uh It just... But it, the, also, the dancing baby did not last that long. It seemed like forever that dancing baby was on. <laughs> And it, that dancing baby just ended up everywhere too. It was like yeah. one of the first internet, like, "Hey, look, you can get this. You can download a dancing yeah. baby for your <laughs> desktop." It's like, why would I do that? Oh, this is what the internet is. <laughs> it's, it's it's maybe this isn't such a good idea. <laughs> well, good thing it went to cats after that. <laughs> oh, I love that musical. <laughs> okay, number three. What Netflix horror series takes its name from a fictional Pennsylvania town? Netflix horror series, fictional Pennsylvania town. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. 
Mm-hmm. And it's current, or is it? Um, I don't it's know. It's kind of hard to tell sometimes. I don't know if they have renewed it or not, but I believe there's three seasons. Oh, okay. There's definitely at least two. Wow. No, I'm not going to come up with it. It's Hemlock Grove. Oh, yeah. No, I've never watched that. That's the one with, like, vampires and possibly werewolves. You've mentioned this one on the podcast before. It's because Bill Skarsgård is I should have just said it's a Skarsgård joint. (laughs) (laughs) He's the the younger brother. (laughs) That show should just be called Something Something Skarsgård's in it. There's a Skarsgård in it. (laughs) That's what it's called. (laughs) There's a Skarsgård at the end of this show. Can you find him? Question number four for you. Thank you, George Raft. Because you turned down the roles in High Sierra, the Maltese Falcon, and All Through the Night, you helped what actor who took those roles become a huge star? Was it Humphrey Bogart? It is Humphrey Bogart. George Raft is, is one of the great trivia names. Even though he made some big movies, but... He turned down so much stuff, and Humphrey Bogart, he also turned down Casablanca, which Humphrey Bogart then got. I mean, he turned down so much stuff because he, for whatever reason, and Humphrey Bogart kind of rode those roles into major stardom. So I'm sure Bogart That's was. Very interesting. I wonder if Bogart ever just like wrote him a nice letter saying, hey, thanks for turning him down. <laughs> I don't know. That would be like a humble brag or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Bogart on Twitter. Like, hey, at George Raft. Thanks for turning down those roles. Dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. Question number four. For you, what indie singer-songwriter sings an opening song for Orange is the New Black? Is that Regina Spector? Yes. I love Regina Spector. I don't she know what song that is, but she's very pretty too. She's very pretty. She's I think Russian born, but like grew up in America. Yes. And uh, yeah, she's fantastic. Uh, all right, here is your last question. Uh, thank you, number five. Thank you, Taylor Swift. What? I know. <laughs> because your song, Look What You Made Me Do, sounded way too much like I'm Too Sexy, the members of what band got songwriting credits? Right said Fred. Right said Fred is right. <laughs> I'm going to say it right now. You went five for five. I can't believe that. <laughs> well done. I'm thankful for well, that. Well, there you go. <laughs> you have one more question. On Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, what is the name of Kimmy's talented roommate? Oh, oh, what? I'm trying to now, because the actor himself has kind of a an amazing name too, but I can't quite remember which part it goes with which with the character <laughs> or with the actor. Uh, the word Titus just keeps coming up. That's the first name. Okay. Oh, man. I'm getting mired into Titus Andronicus, the Shakespeare play. Titus. Oh, no. Do I get a half point for first name? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Eeyore wants to know if he gets a fat half point for a first name. Eeyore, we have told you no. many times no. we don't do half points. No, I'm sorry. Oh, man, lay off the dope. <laughs> you want to smoke some weed? I know where there's some pretty good honey. Uh, <laughs> what would Eeyore care about, honey? Well, he's trying to get Winnie the Pooh to go smoke oh, out with him. And he's I like, see. just like entice him a little bit. Guys, read some Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's it's weirder than you remember. And it's Titus Apollonius. I don't remember his last name. It's Andromedon. Andromedon. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And I thought you knew that because you mentioned him before. I yes, think. yes. I, all, I could just remember. I can remember Titus, and then the actor What's the himself. Name? I can't remember right now, and I was, I I was going to look either. it up. Um, his name is Titus too. Oh, that's where I was getting Titus Burgess. Oh, that's where I'm getting confused because they gave him the same name. Okay, I wouldn't have gotten either of those last names, so that's good. So I didn't do very well. I think I may have gotten. Two? You got two. Yeah. Well done today. Man, I wish this was for <laughs> counting points for first of the month. I yeah. could use that. Yeah. Well, that was really good. And look forward to that Netflix round this Tuesday, all you Seattle, Tacoma, Burian players. And that was your lightning round. Nope. That was your. No, that was right. <laughs> More coffee, please. <laughs> That was the lightning round. Do you have coffee, like in a? Yeah, a you thing? want to? Oh yeah, definitely. Hell no, I ain't playing with you, Michael. Uh-uh, I'm not fooling with you, Michael. Back up, I ain't playing with you, meatball, Michael. I'm not playing with you, meatball. Something don't taste right, cause it ain't right. Like when you take a sip of water and it turns out to be Sprite. I know your secret, and now I regret. Ever helping you out your closet? Is this what I deserve? I took it out your word. You know I'm not too feminine to... It is now time for game prep. That's right. That is right. Here are things that you should know for your quizzes this week on a, a nice Thanksgiving week of quizzes. Here we go. November 19th, 2006, Nintendo releases the Wii, the first video console with motion control. Did you have the original Wii? I know you have the uh, the newer version. I had the original Wii, yeah. Yeah. It was one of my first uh, more expensive things that I bought for myself. Oh, nice. Because I think I'd like just gotten... I just gotten like a better job where I could actually buy things that weren't like food and bills. <laughs> right. <laughs> like rent. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was one of the first things I got and I loved it. I got a Wii. Uh I was I had been in the hospital for about two weeks, I had surgery, and I was recovering at home. And Somewhere in like my stupor of recovering with painkillers and all that, I decided what I really wanted was a Wii. So the closest place I could go was downtown. So I got on a bus and went downtown and got this Wii and a game and then realized that 
I had made a really bad decision with getting out of the house at that point. So I had to take a taxi back home, which cost about, <laughs> it added a little extra price to the Wii. And then the Wii sat in a box for like two weeks because I didn't have the, <laughs> the wherewithal to actually like, put it together. But I loved that thing. That was, it's, it was a lot of fun. Also, I feel like after having surgery, maybe like a game where you're throwing your shoulder I around. I did not think so. I had lung surgery, so I had this big scar here. And so, like, I, you're absolutely right. I really couldn't use it for a while. It was, it was, it was bad move. But then after that, it was, it was great. Yeah. During development, the console was referred to as either Revolution or GameCube Next. But Nintendo chose the name Wii with two lowercase eyes to symbolize two people playing next to each other. Yeah. Because it was bundled with the Wii game Wii Sports, it's the best-selling single-platform video game of all time. Yeah, that's surprising. Although, when you think about single-platform games, there aren't a lot of those. What does that mean? It just means that you can't play it on an Xbox. You can't play it on a PlayStation. You can only play it on the Wii. Oh. So it kind of makes sense. Did you play Wii Sports a lot? Mm-hmm. What was your best sport? The bowling. Oh, the bowling's good. I was way better at that than real bowling. <laughs> I felt that way about the Wii Golf. Is that The Wii Golf I got pretty good at. I never but, really uh, did that one. Yeah. That was pretty good. I think the only other one I ever did was tennis. Oh, that was hard. And I I was okay at it. And then somebody told me that, like, you don't have to actually, like, swing your whole arm. Like, you're, you right. just have to, like, flick your wrist. And I'm like, well, what have I been doing this whole time? My favorite Exercising game. Exercising more than <laughs> I need to. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> and I, I got tennis elbow because of that game. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to. People would have believed you. Uh, November 20th, 1942. Happy birthday, Bob Einstein. Happy birthday. He's an American comedian and writer best known for playing bumbling stuntman Super Dave Osborne. As Super Dave, Bob Einstein has made appearances on many comedic TV shows and had his own Showtime show from 1987 to 1991. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, remember Super Dave? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Super Dave means something else to me. Yeah, well, for those of you in the uh, in the Seattle area, there was a, a guy that used to come to our karaoke nights uh, named Super Dave, or his nickname was Super Dave. That was uh, his karaoke name. Yeah, that was his. Although that's kind of just become his nickname. I think everybody calls him Super Dave. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was his real name. (laughs) Bob Einstein is related to Albert Einstein, but not the one you think. His brother Albert is also a successful comedian and actor, but he's better known by his stage name, Albert Brooks. Yeah, I guess if your parents' his last name is Einstein and your first name is Albert and you're not Albert Einstein, the genius scientist, you might want to go with a different last Why name. Why did they give him that name? That's really saddling your child with a lot of expectations. It's terrible. Yeah. Uh, November 21st, 1953, British scientists reveal evidence that the Pilton Man 
the remains of a human found in 1912 near Pilton, East Sussex, and believed at the time to be the missing link between ape and man, is a hoax. The reveal undoes four decades of evolutionary study. That's a that's oh a major gosh. that's a major prank. That's 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 not a kidding around the prank. That's a big one. Wow. Among the people thought to be behind the hoax include Charles Dawson, who first discovered the remains and became legendary for other fraudulent finds, and Arthur Conan Doyle, the creator of Sherlock Holmes and author of The Lost World, a 1912 novel in which Doyle writes about the links between Avid Man. They so, don't know who did it? Uh, well, people have, because it was the people who could have perpetrated the hoax had all died by the time they figured it out. They can't really go back. But um, they they think Doyle was involved because there's some hints in the Lost World novel about the link between ape and man that, that they think that he might have been part of that. And he was part of this whole group of people that, that could have done it. Uh, also, he was mad at scientists at the point because they had debunked one of his favorite psychics. And he was all angry with them, so he thought maybe he was pulling a little stunt on them to lead them down a wrong path. I can't believe nobody, like, on their deathbed would have been like, hey. I, I did the Pilton Man. The Pilton Man it was, was me. me. It was <laughs> this dramatic reading of the death of the Pilton Man <laughs> hoax man was uh, brought to you by the QuizFix family players. <laughs> and finally, November 22nd, when just the last, uh, what is it, the third Thursday, the fourth Thursday? What is it, the last Thursday of, of November? Now I'm blanking. I don't think it's the last. It must be the, the second to last Thursday. It's the second to last Thursday of November. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. (laughs) Oh, boy. Thanks for the coffee. Uh, Here are some quick fun facts about Thanksgiving food. Thanksgiving was nearly a fast. The pilgrims originally wanted to abstain from food to show their appreciation for their harvest. Lucky for us, that plan didn't fly. That doesn't seem to be appreciation for the harvest, to fast. Let's appreciate this harvest by letting it all rot and go to waste. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you're not. It's not like you you can you can stick it in the fridge. No. In in, in the 17th century, uh, turkey wasn't on the first Thanksgiving menu. Lots of seafood was, including fish, lobster, and oysters. Also, no forks at Thanksgiving. Well, the first Thanksgiving. Hopefully, you have a fork. Yeah, you can use forks now. Forks didn't become a standard utensil until the 18th century. Yeah, they were just rocking the knives and the spoons at that point. Hmm. Uh, which, which means they can make that dent in the mashed potatoes for the gravy. <laughs> so that's all right. Uh, although tryptophan can cause drowsiness, most nutritionists believe it's the amount of food eaten at Thanksgiving that makes you sleepy, not just the turkey. I believe that. I do too. Thanksgiving is the reason Campbell's second best-selling soup is cream of mushroom because it's one of the main ingredients in the green bean casserole. Which I find is a divisive casserole, so tell me right now. Mm. No, see, see, I like it, and a lot of people don't, a lot of people I don't just like thought, it. I would rather just have straight-up green beans. Yeah, 
I think most of the time of the year I would rather have straight up green beans, but at Thanksgiving I want a little bit of that green bean casserole just for just for the nostalgia, just to put me to sleep a little bit faster. <laughs> More food. <laughs> and finally, after walking on the moon, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin's first meal was a Thanksgiving of sorts. They ate roasted turkey from foil packets. Delicious. Delicious. So if you want to recreate that moment, just wrap your uh, turkey up into little foil packets and serve it that way. And uh, and then just kind of bounce around your house in slow motion. And it's like you're on the moon. One small step. <laughs> One giant meal for mankind. <laughs> that was your game prep. Got it right. I think I might want to echo that. (laughs) (laughs) Giant steps are what you take walking on the moon. I hope my legs don't break walking on the moon. We could walk forever walking on the moon. We could live together. Walking on, walking on the moon. Hey everybody, it's time for the Audio (laughs) Round Challenge. And a little bit different of a round this week. We've got music, but it's music that uh, was in a movie. And we'll be guessing song titles and movie titles. How... Did this go for you putting this together? I'm always curious. Um, so I didn't go by like it was made for the movie or anything okay. like that. Like I did more like songs that are iconically in the movie. Mine are kind of, in, there's a couple that I know for sure were written for the movie. But then there's a couple that are kind of on the fence. I think they existed before the movie but they're so identified with one movie that it should be pretty obvious i think one of mine was made for the movie yeah uh do you want to go first or do you want to go second i'm gonna go first all right here we go and remember everybody playing at home song titles and movie titles one point each here we go That was made for the movie, right? That was made for the movie. It was made for the movie Robin Hood, colon, Prince of Thieves. That's right. And uh, the song is called, I think it's called, parentheses, everything I do, in parentheses, I do it for you. That is exactly right. I've, I've used that one in a uh, guess the where the parentheses go <laughs> yeah. round, and that's a, that's always a stumper. Uh, but I've sang that one at karaoke when it's like, if I can get it down like about three keys and after like <laughs> when I used to smoke and get that nice raspy Brian Adams voice. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh, all right, here is your first song. Is it called 
Nothing's going to stop us now. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, movie. And there are two movies. There's the one that's really, it was specifically written for back in like the 80s. But then a re- more recent movie has this in a very iconic scene. At least I think it's an iconic scene. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Well, that song was written for the movie Mannequin. Was it really? Yeah. It's like the end love song. Like all those 80s movies had to have like the end love song to kind of send everybody home smiling. It's also (laughs) used in the sequel, Mannequin 2, On the Move. But then it was also used. I thought you said on the moon. (laughs) (laughs) After Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin ate their roasted turkey in the tinfoils. Is that a mannequin over there? (laughs) Wait, is she on the moon? (laughs) Nothing's going to stop us now. Uh, and but it was also used in a movie called Skeleton Twins recently with Kristen Wiig and Bill Hader. They lip sync a, uh, a to that song, and it's a amazing scene. Oh, okay. It's a uh, it's great. So I would have accepted that too. But yeah, Mannequin is where that that song came from. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Here's your next one. All right, the song is Tequila. Mm-hmm. The movie that I associate that with more than any other is Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yes. And uh, just for people out there who are learning their trivia stuff out there, the band is The Champs. It's good to know that one because that ever comes mm-hmm. up and you need the artist, The Champs. There is another movie that it's in too. Oh, what is it? It is The Sandlot. Oh, when they're on right. the carnival ride and oh, they I all puke, defi- oh, it's right. the song that's playing. Oh my god! <laughs> but I had Pee-wee's Big Adventure for it. That's that's yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah, I gotta go back and watch the Sandlot. People talk about the Sandlot all the time now. Like baseball fans, especially sports fans, love that movie so much. I saw it once and it didn't really like hit me, but. Uh, it's I don't pretty know. good. Yeah. I watched it a lot as a kid. Yeah. Did I tell you about Andy's brother singing tequila at karaoke? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. First of all, I can't believe that there's a karaoke book out there that has tequila, mm-hmm. the one word song in it. Uh, when he was singing it, the host stepped outside to call his girlfriend and say, somebody is singing tequila. <laughs> <laughs> As a former karaoke host, I may have done the same thing. It's like I cannot believe. I always like it. There was uh, somebody. Uh, uh, actually, it was a uh, uh, our our good friend Super Dave who uh, once did uh, the Daft Punk song "Around the World," and just stood up there and goes the "Around the World, Around the World." That's actually pretty good for his style too. Yeah. <laughs> We love you, Super Dave. Yeah, but his brother 
um, stood up there and did the Pee Wee Herman dance oh. See, and said tequila three times. And at the on the last tequila, he did a shot of tequila. Oh, <laughs> see, he had a, he had a thing for it. It wasn't it just was he was incredible. just he wasn't just standing in front of a mic stand waiting for the word tequila to come. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, would also be funny. Yeah, if he just stood straight. <laughs> and then like went tequila and then right back to really just not doing anything because sort of here he comes to save the day kind of thing <laughs> here he comes to save the day all right here is your next song if she's gone i can't go on feeling to foot small everywhere people stare each and Oh, really? <laughs> well, do you know the artist? It sounds like Bob Dylan. That's funny you say that because it was written to sound like Bob Dylan. Because uh, these guys were hanging out with Dylan a lot at the time. That's the Beatles. Oh. That's a song called You've Got to Hide Your Love Away. Oh, I don't know that oh. one. Oh. It's the one that goes, hey, you've got to hide your love away. Uh, oh, I guess that sounds familiar. Yeah, and it's uh. Well, they were definitely trying to sound like Bob Dylan. Yeah, yeah, it was that was. Except you know what? I could understand what he was saying. Yeah, and so and, and, and he was holding holding the melody just a wee bit better. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was actually singing. He was succeeding in ways that Bob Dylan <laughs> just couldn't. So now that you know that it's a Beatles song, I'm going to give you a shot at guessing the movie because there's only a few Beatles movies. Is it a movie where the Beatles are in it? Yes. Oh. I've never actually seen any of the Beatles movies. Oh, you need to go and They're very good. The, the, the first two are, are really good. Is it the one with the word night in it? It's not Hard Day's Night. Okay. It is the other one called Help. Oh, okay. So Hard Day's Night is like all about, it's about them kind of coming up and being mobbed by fans and stuff like that. And then Help is a, it's almost like a spy movie where Ringo gets this ring given to him and these evil people are trying to get the ring off of his finger and it's weird. Really? It's a strange movie, but it's worth seeing because they just kind of play it straight the whole way through. It's, 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 it's both movies are worth seeing. So is there a scene with that song in it? Yeah. And I can't remember where he's, what the, uh, what the context of that scene is, but yeah, he's sitting around, uh, John Lennon singing around, uh, singing that song. Yeah. Okay. No. Next. Numbers is three. That is old time rock and roll. Yep. And the movie that I associate that with most is Risky Business. Right. That's the uh, tidy whitey dancing in the living room mm-hmm. with the candlestick and slide. That's how the script read. Tom Anders sliding in socks. 
All right, here is your next one. Also, I've never seen that movie. Oh, another good one. Another good one. We got, we got some we got some movie uh movie blind spots and I've got some TV blind spots. We may have to do some swapping of stuff to watch. Just uh, swap brains. Yeah. Here we go with your next song. That's Kokomo. It is certainly Kokomo. I went to karaoke on Thursday and sang that song. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. I was pretty bad at it, but it was fun. <laughs> uh, I can't think of any movie that was in. And it was written specifically for a movie. Was it really? Yeah. And we're following, just to give you a hint here, we're following... A Tom Cruise movie with another Tom Cruise movie. Oh, okay. Was it Cocktail? It was Cocktail. Well done. <laughs> Good job. Yay. I mean, considering that there's a lot of Tom Cruise movies out there, that's uh, that a that Actually, before up. you gave me that clue. Were you thinking Cocktail? No. Yeah. I was going to say Weekend at <laughs> <laughs> They tried to get Tom Cruise to play uh, Bernie, but he couldn't do that lifeless. Uh, he's too active. He couldn't do the lifeless uh, corpse body as well as uh, Terry Kaiser. I don't know. He's a really good actor. I he think is. he could have. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what do I have to do for this part? Just shut up. Just shut up and just be lifeless and you're great. <laughs> Number four. I found my mind in a brown paper bag, but then I tripped on a cloud and fell eight miles high. I told my... Well, that is called just dropped in parentheses <laughs> to see what condition my condition was in. Correct. Uh, and that is uh, the movie celebrating its 20-year anniversary this year, The Big Lebowski. Is it really yeah. celebrating its 20 20? years? And uh, and f- another good trivia out there, that's Kenny Rogers singing that song. Is it really? Back when he was in a band called Kenny Rogers in the first edition. Yeah. I didn't even notice that when I was making yeah, it yeah. around. Yeah, that is future country legend Kenny Rogers singing that song. Wow, that's probably his best song. It's pretty good. <laughs> I'm a, I like I like a little gambler every once in a while. Well, yeah, because you got to know when to hold them. You never count your money when you're sitting at that table. Don't do it. Stand up first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go. One dollar, two dollar, three dollar. Look what I got. I don't like that rule. Like, wait. Never catch your money? Yes. Well, it's well not you got to know how much you have. It's not a rule. I mean, it's not like a casino rule. It's just like. No, it's his how to be a tough right. poker guy. Right. Like, right. Why? Like, not know how much money you have? Yeah. I, I, I don't That I don't sounds get like toxic masculinity to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no more toxic of a masculine than Kenny Rogers. That was a Delicious sentence. Delicious that... chicken. <laughs> Thank, thanks for the roasters. <laughs> All right, here is your next song. 
I'm not sure if I'm right or not, but is it she's like the wind? She is like the wind. Is that it? That's right. Yes. Um, Is that for Dirty Dancing? That is from Dirty Dancing. Well played. Nice. And you know who's singing that? It's um, the actor in Dirty Dancing. It sure is. What's his name again? His name is Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze, yeah. Getting all Swayze crazy. Yeah. The, I came up with the right answer, so my brain would not allow me to say anything <laughs> like, else. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry. You're done. Yeah, you got those two <laughs> points, and you can say thank you and shut up. <laughs> if Tom Cruise can shut up to play Weekend and Bernie's guy, you can shut up after you gave me your two goddamn answers. <laughs> okay. This is your last one. All right. And I think you have a perfect score right now. Okay. So don't fuck it up. All right. Thanks for jinxing me. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> hey, listen if you're missing y'all. Swinging while I'm singing. Hey! Giving what you're getting. Knowing what I'm knowing. While the black band's sweating. In the rhythm I'm rolling. Gotta give us what we want. Gotta give us what we need. Hey! So that is Fight the Power. Right. And that is uh, from Do the Right Thing. Correct. And I believe that is written for the movie. I'm pretty sure that's written for the movie. There's a great uh, music video that Spike Jones, uh, Spike Lee, Spike Jones, uh, he's another director. Spike Lee uh, directed <laughs> the music video for that, and it's pretty incredible. It's Public Enemy in, uh, in Brooklyn with a lot of people around him, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. That basically plays through like the entire movie. It's right. There's that big opening sequence with I think it's Rosie Perez dancing. Yes, and it's and, amazing. Oh, uh, Rosie Perez is. I just finished listening to the Beastie Boys autobiography audiobook, which is yeah. incredible because the two, you know, Mike D and and Ad Rock are in it, but they've also got all these other people, and Rosie Perez reads a bunch of chapters. Oh wow! It's really good. It's super super good. If uh, it's my recommendation, it's what I've been doing with my time is listening to the Beastie Boys audiobook. It's amazing. All right. How did you we have do? Time? <laughs> did I do my last one? Oh, do we have one more? Let me say, oh, you do. Here we go. Sorry about that. Here it is. Question, tell me what you think about me. I buy my own diamonds and I buy my own rings. Only ring your belly when I'm feeling lonely. When it's all over, please get up and leave. Question, is that like... Is it like independent? One more word. Ladies? Oh, so close. Independent women. <sighs> oh, I'm sorry. Do you remember the movie it's from? Is it from Austin Powers' Gold Member? It isn't. I'm going to give you a hint on this one. The very beginning of the song names the three actresses who are in the movie. Oh, it's Charlie's Angels. It is Charlie's Angels. Yeah. She name checks, uh, Destiny's Child name checks the uh, the three actresses in there. 
But yeah. I got confused because she's in Austin Powers. Movie. She is. Did she do a song for that? She sang in it. I know she was on. She performs but in I it, but I don't, don't know think if she, had a she hit performs song. her own song. I yeah. think it's like a '60s song or something. I would love to hear Beyonce do "Band of Gold." Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. In the Austin Powers gold member outfit, and and uh, and hairstyle. Just, I think that would be amazing. Foxy Cleopatra. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How did we do now that we're done? How did we do? Well, geez, you got a perfect 10. Mm. I got a half five <laughs> and a half point for Charlie's Angels. <laughs> <laughs> Right on. Well, that round will be coming your way in uh, in uh, one of our quizzes this week, so get ready for that. Uh, this week in quizzes, uh, it's going to be a little abbreviated. There's no Thursday quiz because happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. So where else are we doing quizzes this week? Tuesday is happening at Fitzgerald's and Ballard. Right. Uh, Monday is happening at the Skylark in West Seattle. Uh, Tuesday, I'm at the Crown Bar in Tacoma, and Cat is at Bison Creek Pizza in Burien, and Mookie is at Murphy's in Wallingford. And then Wednesday, Thanksgiving Eve, we will be at the Berliner in Renton. Oh, I bet that's going to be hopping. I think it's going to be hopping. And I'm going to put this right out to you right now here on the podcast. After Wednesday night... Uh, we should go like do some karaoke or something if you don't have to be up early on Thursday. I agree. Okay. And I don't. All right, good. Neither do I. So, And I have to work a whole bunch on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday, so I will be ready. Right. All right. We'll go play a little bit on uh, on Wednesday night afterwards. So we'll figure that out. We'll figure that off. Out, uh, figure after that we... off out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Talking's hard when you're tired. Um. All right, I think that's it for today's. Are podcast. we going to talk about the the other stuff? Ooh, should we should we mention that now at the end of the podcast? I think we let's, should. Let's 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 uh, let's reward those players out there who have haven't this turned far. off. Yeah, haven't exactly. Haven't turned it off yet. Exactly. <laughs> the tournament is coming. The tournament. Is oh, coming. the tournament is coming. We have decided that it will be starting on Monday, January seventh. Uh, I don't have a name for it yet. You named the last one. I was going to ask you for help. Winter blank. We had the we have had the summer classic, the winter invitational, and the summer jubilee. Oh yeah, all fine, all fine names. I really liked the jubilee. That just gave it a nice like Boy Scout, Girl Scout sort of feel to it. Maybe <laughs> we should do a winter jubilee too. I don't know. We're going to talk about it. We're we're going to talk right. about it. But yes, tournament. In in January, that's coming up pretty fast. I actually had somebody ask last week about the tournament. I did too. So it's it's uh, people have been uh, wanting to know what when it's going to start. So that is it. January seventh. It's going to run for eight weeks, and we're aiming towards the weekend of March 9th to be the finals. So we will get more information out there, and be watching the website and the Facebook page and all that sort of stuff. For more info, um, also because December's running uh, coming up on us and running up on us, it's coming up really fast. Uh, there will be some dates that we may not have a podcast. 
because, you know, holidays and stuff like that. Uh, so there may not be one next week. We haven't quite figured that out yet. If there's not, there will definitely be one on the first of the month for our final Battle Royale. Uh, so uh, something will either be in your feed or it won't. So there. Yep. Yeah. I got all kind of oh, snotty on that Do you want to talk about the... Um... The office. Oh, yeah. And finally, <laughs> uh, because there's no quiz on the 31st, uh, New Year's Eve at the uh, Skylark on that Monday, uh, we're going to do a quiz on Sunday the 30th at the Skylark. And it is going to be a pay to play cash winning quiz all about The Office, the television show The Office. Now, before you ask me, is it the American or the British version? It's the American version, mostly. And we're calling the. We're calling I want to play that. Can well, I play? I, I, I will let you play because I'll tell you right now. I'm not gonna. I, I will not. I will not uh, get Monica in on making the quiz. I will yes. make it myself, and then Monica can play. But uh, it's going to be a five dollar per player, and then uh, there's going to be cash prizes. And stuff like that. And it's all ages. It's going to start at 8 o'clock on the Sunday, the 30th. And hopefully, if people are liking this, we're going to start doing these intermittent cash uh, deep dive sort of quizzes. One subject and just really getting into the real deep trivia stuff. I would like to do that, too. I think you should do a Star Trek one. I would love to I do think, that. I think you need, to, you need to just put those Vulcan ears on and just get <laughs> super nerdy. I really do have Vulcan ears. I don't <laughs> doubt that for a second. So these are things coming up uh, in December and January. So uh, all, as always, follow us on Twitter and Instagram and on the Facebook page. And uh, our website is quizfix.net. That is it for this episode thanks a lot for listening and downloading and we will talk at you next week maybe and for definitely on the third bye